Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. They're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doing, a Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. It is me, the Phineas, to everyone else's Ferb, Candace, and Isabella. It is me, Felipe, and I'm not alone. I'm going to let's start a song. As I go through your name, you introduce yourself with whatever you want to say. And the will goes. Oh, I don't know what I go. I <laughs> am here. Hello. I am Will. Very happy to be on this episode of What You Doing After Hours. Yes. I didn't sing. I should have sang. Will took out his retainer for After this. hours. You can put that in there now. Yes. I will pull a TJ from the editing room, slash an Allie from the editing room, and put that in there. Um, yes, Will, how are you doing? You're back in North Kakalaka? Yeah, I didn't know that's what they called it. <laughs> but yes, I, I am back in, in the normal recording spot on this not very comfortable bench. But uh, bench. you know, doing great. Yeah, it's like a little like storage bench kind of thing, but I put a pillow on top of the bench because it's uh... obviously you got to keep that booty comfortable at all times of podcasting. Um, yeah, we also are joined by a regular co-host, uh, and the Navi goes. Hi, I'm also here too. <laughs> I'm doing well. How how are you doing? You're back in the real Winnipeg, not the fake Winnipeg that we confuse you always being at. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in the real Winnipeg now. I'm with my family. My brother's birthday was Saturday. So happy 18th. You're now a man. And then next week is his graduation. So Um, high school? Yeah. So congrats on doing stuff, I guess. I don't know. Congrats. We will take you up to the moon in our elevator. That's (laughs) that's our graduation present to your brother. Um, But we are not alone. We have the wonderful TikTok sensation. Uh, she loves to bully old people. Um, and number <laughs> one, Norm fan. We got, and then Nicole says, Hey. Hey, everyone. I can't believe I told, I'm telling people I've changed. I don't bully old people anymore. I actually help them cross the street, actually. <laughs> Felipe, I don't know why you're slandering my name. You didn't even give me a chance. I was going to go all into how I was so excited to talk about FN, FNP, PNF. I don't know if people call it that. I mean, 
I'm just excited. I, mean, I know you had a day full of pee today. <laughs> <laughs> you had to be there. You had to be there. I'm just gonna let the the listeners. Um, I'm just gonna let them like manifest on that. Okay. Yes. Uh, but Nicole, maybe she stopped bullying the old people, but she's now an animal lover, except for Agent R over here. Do you want to tell us what happened today? So I told um, this motley crew right here that I would save the second most worst, most worst, I really can't speak English today. Uh, one of the most disastrous situations I've had in the city. Um, I happened again. I had another incident with a rat. I was walking down the street and I see this very cute Pomeranian. I'm inching towards it. I'm kind of like making eye contact with the dog and I'm going to be bold enough to go pet it. Lo and behold, I feel myself trip. <laughs> What do you think I tripped over? A rat. A dead rat. Ew. Oh no. In New York. <laughs> concrete jungle. I dream to make. Okay. There's so, nothing you um, can't do. Yeah. So I'm glad I was able to save that for the podcast. Did that you has nothing this one too? to do. Nothing to do with Phineas and Ferb, but I figured I'd share it because if I had to go through trauma, now you all have to go through trauma. The yeah. trauma of listening to me tell that story in broken English. Did you punt that one too or no? No, I tripped over it so sadly, it felt like it was in slow motion. I gotta ask, what kind of shoes were you wearing? Like cute little Nike trainers okay, for so the British no listeners open-toed out there. Shoes. No open-toed shoes. If you wear open-toed shoes in New York, you need a lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem between say- you and God. That's a problem <laughs> between you and God. I thought you were gonna say, if, you, if that happened to me wearing open-toed shoes, I need to get tennis. No, a girl I went to high school with. Yeah, she tweeted about needing to get a tetanus shot because she stepped on a rusty nail. Like it's really rough out here in these streets. Oh no. Well, I'll keep that in mind next time I visit. Yeah, maybe Navi won't come visit us in in the states. She'll be like, "I'm staying in Canada. It's it might be it might be cold and barren and yeah, it was cold here today. We had to like turn on the heater." Well, as long as you get your tetanus shots before you come, you'll be just fine. And, your and probably shots, your rabies right? shot, too, to be safe. <laughs> okay, I'll yeah. keep that in mind. I'm glad. Navi, you are you have your, got your second dose, right? Yeah, I've got my second Congrats. dose last Saturday. Yes. yes. So that's the first update we've it, I felt like shit afterwards, Wait, though. <laughs> are you a Moderna mama or a Pfizer? Uh, what's the five, <laughs> Pfizer papa? I don't know. I, just, I, I called them I, uh, Moderni Bros and Fies Guys. Fies Guys is cute, but Moderni Bros is a little chug. That's that's fair. <laughs> I'm a Moderna mama. Okay, Sam. And the Moderna made me feel terrible, mama. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like uh, the next day, like my arm was sore and like I kept getting the uh, the shot on the side that I sleep on so like every morning when I the morning after when I wake up it would just be like the worst pain possible and I had the chills and my head felt heavy and I couldn't do anything I it was basically just as if Sunday didn't even exist yeah I, I wish you could have gotten on a Sunday night and then skipped work on Monday been like Mondays don't exist this week but yeah but I also had better. to like get work done so that I could yeah. be here so right. yeah um and will's a fives guy right no i i i got the laura derna vaccine uh and, okay uh, okay you need to see yourself out father's day was yesterday brother it was yesterday it's every day um okay. he has the no, mustache like I, Reddy's dad 
I got my my second dose on like the Friday before a three day weekend. Uh, so I just like stayed in bed all weekend. It was great. I mean, See, it sucked, but it was great. I think I think I've told the story. I got the first dose, and that was the one that knocked me out. And then the second dose, I was like pretty okay with, but I also slept most of it off. Like, um, so but we're not here to talk about the vaccines. We're here to talk about Phineas and Ferb, season one, episode twenty one, I believe. Traffic cam caper and Bolarama drama. Um, so Nicole, first off, what is your backstory with the P and the F? So as an older child with rowdy, a rowdy younger sibling, I watched Phineas and Ferb growing up a little jaded. I always agreed with Candace, like watching the show. I was like, wow, this is a show for older daughters who have been through the ringer. They have seen, they've done everything to get the love and approval of their parents and they're just slept on. But now as an adult, I just think it's fun. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is such a fun episode to go back and watch. Like, th- I love how invested Phineas and Ferb were with just making, in just making their sister happy. I thought that was really beautiful. Maybe that's why I support them now because I know that they're, they're good, caring people at the end of the day. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of my backstory. I watched you growing up, like kind of from a cynical point of view. We, you know, we love uh, Ashley Tisdale. She was born to be a voice actress. Like she has the pipes, excuse the loud fire engine in the background. I live in an urban area where there's lots of fires because everyone lives on top of each other. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, Ashley Tisdale, legend and a star. She was made for this role. Yes, and before we go any further, do you have any favorite characters, songs, episodes that stand out from your history with the show? Uh, I'm like a hopeless romantic, so I love the episode where they recreate, was it their first kiss or their first date? Oh, the Love Handle concert? Yeah, the Love Handle. Dude, well, obviously we're getting the band back together. That Mm -hmm. just has iconic songs. Oh, wow. To be seven years old again, I wish. (laughs) Yeah. Anxiety hadn't met me yet, so. (laughs) Anxiety where? (laughs) My Um, frontal lobe hadn't developed, you know? Yes. Um, But yeah, so we're here talking about very it's a two 15 minute episodes but i feel like both of them kind of broke traditional form at least the first one um so just an overview of this episode uh phineas and uh so candace overhears uh she keeps wanting to bust her brothers she overhears her dad have a traffic ticket via the camera which there was no consent given to putting that camera up there like i feel like we live in a police state, Felipe. Don't don't act like you don't know that. <laughs> this is another reason. ACA. We live in a society. We do. This is my thirteenth reason. <laughs> uh, I think that show came out a year ago. The final season. I remember. I try to forget. I actively at the finale. I'm like, why is this show being this way? I don't know. The anyway. first season. You should have said that the first season. Uh, no, I I watched them all. Actually, we can go into this later. But I watched them in a weird capacity i was i thought about writing a spec script for that show so i watched the first two seasons like two years after the fact we went from phineas and ferb to literal suicide fun yeah i mean this podcast we break the record for tangents every episode just like phineas and ferb broke the record many times um but that's not this episode this episode uh the lawrence has a traffic ticket and candace gets the idea that if she goes up and steals the dvd then she will have all the evidence of Phineas Ferb. And she goes, she gets it, and she has all this evidence. But meanwhile, Perry has also evidence. Like, that's, that's a, you don't want to see what's on that tape if you're a Perry the platypus. Where did Candace get a ladder that tall to reach the top of that camera? 
I feel like it's a really tall ladder. I feel like Phineas and Ferb probably have one in the shed somewhere. But at the same time, that's like really high up there. And I'm scared of heights. Like I wouldn't really be vibing with that. I'd just be like, you know what? I'll bust them tomorrow. I got to go to bed. Honestly, like it was the middle of the night. I was ready for some Z's if I was her. Um, But she goes up, she gets the DVD. But Perry also needs that DVD. Uh, Was this the episode that he jumped into the top hat? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the, the little performer was like, ta-da! And Major Monogram was like, there, there's so much evidence. You have to delete this. Um, so he goes to Dr. Doofenshmirtz night after hours and that, he rings the... At least he's courteous and doesn't bust through the wall like he usually does. He, he knocks on the door and jump in if we anyone has anything to say. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not to skip over just how iconic the the after hours version of the the doofenshmirtz jingle is that that is like the one more than more than the regular one more than any of the other ones if we were if we were ranking all of the versions of the jingle this is number one with a bullet agree on the tier list it would be at the top tier and what would be the top the tier list for yeah you'd have (laughs) a memento tier but that's an inside joke for our podcast not not for real life um, no, see, it's, it's yeah, yeah, they'd be there, you know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, so, but little inside joke, you know, I'll give you a little elbow nudge. <laughs> I love that. Yes, that was actually coined by uh, Baby Tooth Jacob. <laughs> That's old, not his nickname. Old, uh, I just, what is it? BTJ? BTJ, Baby Tooth Jacob? <laughs> yes. Uh, better known as Akiva's biggest stand, Jacob. Um, I, I really should not be bullying him this much, but I, I can't help myself sometimes. Um, but yeah, so well, if you go hours, if you go a month without talking to him, then uh, you got to bully him somewhere, I guess. I, I need to. I miss him so much that I have to talk about him. And bullying is the only is my love language. So um. bullying is my love language. Put that on my tombstone. So Perry respectfully knocks on the door, and Doofenshmirtz comes in, and he has his night guarding because he grinds his teeth, which relatable. There's a lot of stress in this world, and Doofenshmirtz also probably has anxiety. Um, so he's just like, Perry's like, I want to borrow Norm, which is Nicole's number one. Nicole, talk to me about Norm. The thing about Norm is that girls act like they want some guy that's crazy, that that's going to give them an adrenaline rush, that's going to take them on the journey of their life. Maybe I want just someone who can like help me buy a house, mm-hmm. who cares about a 401k. Norm <laughs> achieves these baseline needs that i have like on the pyramid of fundamental human needs norm hits every single quadrant nicole i'm glad you also feel that way because i also feel that way about norm (laughs) yeah i know norm is sexy um yeah i just love something about a man who like knows how to dress you know and is also a robot who won't embarrass me in public i mean Mm -hmm. i can't guarantee that i think norm there's, I feel like I remember Norm exposing Doofenshmirtz secrets one time. Yeah, but like in the honeymoon phase, I feel like Norm is like the perfect boyfriend. He'll take you to like a medium upscale restaurant. He'll introduce you to his mother, like type thing. <laughs> yeah. Like he's but- so normal. Like you really are not gonna get switched up by him. Like imagine Norm cheating on you. To the people that don't know what the hell we're talking about, do we discuss what Norm is? I think they they have to listen to this podcast. They know who Norm is. <laughs> so anyway, if you're not listening uh, to this Norm podcast, Norm is tall. He's like six three. I, I do want to ask if there's someone listening who has never seen Phineas and Ferb. Can you explain to us what you think Norm is? 
And let us know. Listen, we love the fans. They're gonna be like Nicole's dream man. I was gonna be like, damn. Yeah. It was it was satire, but at the same time, like kind of. Her dream man is true. a forty foot robot. It's... Yeah, he's basically six foot three. He's so tall. It's it's all the same. Yeah. Once once you're above six Conversion. two, it's all the same. In the metric system, he's probably yeah. 6'3". In the metric system, he's basically a <laughs> kilometer tall. Uh, but yeah, so Perry Perry jumps inside Norm. Dupuis goes back to bed, and that's the last we see of him. Which is honestly like. We love we love when our, our icons show us good values and getting good beauty sleep. Um, I wish I learned more from him. Uh, but Perry ends up snatching that DVD, even though Candace was like, oh, she shows Phineas and Ferd the DVD. And they're like, oh, we should show mom the slideshow, which they, they, they're very proud of their work, which honestly- They're just it's- unbothered. Like, like Candace is trying to bust them. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to tell mom everything you've been doing and they're like oh you know that's a great idea please tell mom do the work for us yeah i mean they're very proud of the work if i built an elevator to the moon i'd be like i'll show mom because then mom will submit this to for scholarships and they'll be like saving so much money so yeah i i I kind of see where they're at um but candace is like yes protect this dvd at all costs but uh perry snatches it up and they all chase norm on a rocket which later turns into a firework um so and this ha- there's like some shenanigans here um i think i skipped over the major monogram part right yes yeah, so well, we, can go, back, we can go back at the end right well that's like the b plot line of this episode mm-hmm. because yeah. phineas and ferb is basically an alfred hitchcock movie yeah <laughs> so yeah that that's very fair though like that's a very minor b plot because perry and candace are so connected that it's like basically the a plot is the dvd um but Let's just finish the Perry the Platypus Candace part and then we can circle back to the animals. But uh, they speed off, they chase Norm. Uh, eventually, uh, they the bridge is lifting. Norm, I forget what happens. Ferb slides to grab it, the oil leaks. That's the thing that Dupinfer says that the oil is low. Um, the oil leaks when Perry replenishes it. Um, and the DVD slips and basically at the end, Candace has to make the Spider-Man decision. Save Phineas or save the DVD? And she saves her brother. Um, and then she says... Duh! Is she, yeah. She's not a psychopath. <laughs> okay, but she has one fair. ounce of empathy. Yeah. Why would she want to bust her brothers if her brother is dead in the river? Okay. Why should me that? But that also that river also looks like at best five feet from the, the bridge. It looked like doo-doo garbage too. So I wouldn't want to be in that <laughs> room. That's like that kind of way to die. Like, damn, have a clothes casket at my funeral. Navi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, go ahead, Will. Well, it's like the, the shittiest version of the gift of the Magi if she decides to keep the disc and, st- and let Phineas die. Yeah. Like she can, she can now bust her brother, but for what? He's, you know, in- what should do when a Christian theology podcast (laughs) (laughs) didn't expect oh henry today yeah um there was also a line that she said though like she still has the rocket right that was her evidence and then the rocket zooms up in a firework but then Mm -hmm. ferb um in quotation marks comes up grabs the disc and they're like oh hi ferb and then ferb slides through with the oil and he's like oh hello and they're like wait that wasn't Ferb, and it's just Perry in a Ferb suit. Like, do you think he has costumes for all the citizens of Danville? That's basically the end of the plot line, right? Perry just gets the disc, and Major Monogram's like, "Good job." And then we, if we want to talk about the Major, well, monogram. there was there was a whole bit where like 
they talked about oh you gotta you gotta properly dispose of the cd you know you can't just like break it or some shit you gotta you gotta properly dispose of it but it turns out properly dispose of it was just throw it in the trash can but use tongs yeah well, first he grabbed yeah, it that was funny use tongs yeah tongs. carl is the most slept on character in the history of the disney channel i said it Hmm. We love Carl here. I'm gonna make. Or at least I do. I was an intern for many years. He did what he had to do for the bag. Are you talking I, about? I get it, and I see him, and I'm I'm with him. So, are you saying that Mike Bloom is major monogram, and Liana is um, Perry the platypus? <laughs> like, the, is it the other way around? Ooh. Yeah, because you were the RHAP drag race intern. Yeah, I was more of like a fact mm. checker, but intern was an easier thing to put on my resume. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we can just circle back quickly to the major monogram of Carl Plot. Uh, they have the animal core there. Uh, what, is the, what is the acronym again? Not Iowa. ALCA, O-W-C-A, the organization without a cool acronym. Uh, yes, and they all are sitting around the dog, Agent D, Agent C. Agent C was my favorite. That chicken was slept on. Like, oh, this was for chicken. chicken. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they go around. It's like, and the dog goes, and the bark, and then the chicken goes, and then the chicken will cluck, and then the worm goes, and then they do it again at the end. Um, oh, there was also the turkey line. Agent T, where's Agent T? And Agent T died in November. Um, yeah, and Carl, and Carl says, we lost the turkey last November. Like, man. That's very they can't, even, they can't even protect their own. Like, yeah. couldn't, couldn't Roger Doofenshmirtz like give the turkey like the presidential save or whatever? Like, pardon, pardon, pardon. Agent T. Nope, nothing. And the worst part is like, wasn't even Canadian <laughs> discriminating against Canada. Yeah. yeah, I was very confused watching that. I'm like, wait, oh November, oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> U.S. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yes, or you know, Canadian version. Did they put October? Yeah, it's in October. No, no, in, in the Canadian version of the episode, did they change it specifically for Navi? No, I, it still said November. because They yeah. said, fuck Canada. <laughs> yeah, basically. With their chest. I was very offended. Um, yeah, no. I might consider writing Disney a very angry worded letter being like, how dare you? So in, in Brazil, sometimes they'll like change the jokes. Like Dora, she teaches them English. She doesn't teach them Portuguese, Spanish. Like, that's in Dora in Brazil. So I didn't know if there mm-hmm. were certain jokes. Um, but yeah, basically that's the end of the episode. At the end, Norm comes in and the human goes, um, and then, um, hi, I'm Norm. And that's the end. That's a wrap on traffic cam capers. So what do we think of this episode as a whole before we get into the next one? I feel for Candace in this episode. She had to face a really hard moral decision. Does she save what could be or does she save what is? And she decides to save what is in the hope of a better tomorrow. And unfortunately, spoiler alert, that tomorrow never comes. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, she has to save her brother because little brothers, because they're younger and they're boys. But I'm because they're, they're younger, related. they're related and they're boys. And they're yeah, boys. Lyrical poetry. Um, masterpiece. I'm literally crying right now. Only second to <laughs> Emma loves his goldfish in his crayon too. <laughs> Not to give Nicole some some anxiety and a heart attack but i'm already eating enough sodium today that i don't need the extra stress 
Can we get like a taste check? Like how's the food tasting? So for people who may be listening at home in the middle of the recording, my beef and broccoli came. Um, It's it's beef and broccoli with a side of pork fried rice. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But like also all of this for $10, you got to go to Good Chinese. With the free egg roll. And it came with a free egg roll, probably because it came hella late. In the, it, it interrupted my podcast viewing, so maybe I'll never order from them again. I take it back. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not going to destroy a small business. I know the power that I have. Yes. <laughs> as an all influencer. Your TikTok followers. Mm-hmm. Are yeah, you on the Phineas and Ferb TikTok? Because that's our favorite TikTok over here. No, I feel like Jason Curtis Rivera is killing it, though. So I can never, uh, I can't compete where I can't compare, you know? Yeah. Will, Will is always up on the Phineas and Ferb TikTok. Will and Jay, who sends me some stuff. Although I deleted TikTok from my phone because I deleted all most social media from my phone, so um, it's a big time have, suck. Yeah, especially with no Wi-Fi. But, like uh, I don't have that kind of data plan at work to be watching uh-huh. TikTok all day. Um, but yeah, so do we want to get into our next episode, and then between the next episode and the rankings, we'll take a musical break. Let's do it. Of course, Navi, tell us about Bolerama drama, which two. I probably have seen it before, but this was, I think, the first episode we've encountered that I remembered absolutely nothing of. Really? Like, I, I guarantee you that I've seen it because the other one was so etched in my brain and they always air together, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I've probably seen it. But like, I did not remember the penguins. I did not remember the freeze. I did not remember the, the fair of it all. So um, you didn't I didn't remember, remember the... Stealing everyone's shtick. Yeah, Belchie was really great in this episode. I thought he I thought he was retweet. Fun. Anyways. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I had like to figure out the mute button for some reason. Okay. <laughs> so for this episode, uh, basic like two sentence plot synopsis is that Linda and uh Herbs Lauren. <laughs> it's almost like a podcast about this show. Um, Linda and Lawrence are going to a bowling game, and so that incur- inspires the boys to go for the world record on the world's biggest bowling ball, uh, as well. And it also somehow turns into the world's largest pinball table towards the end there when we see what happens with Candace. Um, meanwhile, Perry is trying to stop Doof from selling addictive hot chocolate, which I'm like, you know, let him do his thing. He just wants to be a millionaire, don't we all? Yes, we all do. I mean, he lets Jeff Bezos run free. Like, what's wrong with? Yeah, Harry, where's the priorities? <laughs> I know. Put a stop to Amazon Prime days, Perry the Platypus. If Doofenshmirtz ran Amazon, I feel like there would be no world hunger. Honestly, yeah. Uh, I, I agree with that. Uh, you know what? I would he- be here for a documentary produced and starring Dr. Heinz Dupenschmidt about his time growing up in Gimmelstoop. There certainly wouldn't be as many workers pissing in bottles if he were in charge. Mm-hmm. He takes care of his own, Dupenschmidt does. Yeah, I mean, Norm, Norm, besides the oil that he didn't have, like, Norm is living cush. He was just low on oil. I think yeah. if he can afford a building like that in the middle of like Danville, a very exclusive upper middle class area, I think he can afford a can of oil. That said, I, I do think I do think Allison Janney gives him alimony every 
every month to afford that, right? Isn't that a plot line that we've established? Yeah, that is. It has something to do with it, yeah. What are your thoughts on Vanessa, Nicole? Oh, sorry, Will, I interrupted you. I wasn't saying anything important. (laughs) Me, always. Don't dim your sparkle just so someone (laughs) else can shine. Yeah, but you're a star. Sparkle, baby. No, I, yeah, I, I, th- I think we talked about it before that I that uh now I'm second guessing I think I saw something on TikTok that he made money off of something but maybe I'm confusing that with something else oh. I, th- I think alimony is definitely like the the number one uh money maker for him that and the aluminum siding that he's selling <laughs> yes um Nicole now what do you think about Vanessa <laughs> Vanessa was my bisexual awakening. I'm not even bisexual. I can't say that. <laughs> I was like, maybe. How dare you? On Pride Month? No, in Pride Month. Am I really queer baiting during Pride Month? Canceled. So I, saw, I saw Vanessa and said, would I give her a kiss? Yes, I'd give her a kiss. She's so, she's like so, she's such a baddie. She's a baddie. Maybe I just want to be her. Honestly, I think everyone does because. I want a bad bleep. Vanessa Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> you go into the genius interview from 2020 uh not addison ray <laughs> a bad uh, believe but also like vanessa got the vocal chops when vanessa hits it on the track b-u-s-t-e-d yeah. did i spell that right yes her <laughs> the harmonies unbeaten yeah no so vanessa is voiced by uh the little girl from love actually and Ferb is voiced by the little boy. Yeah, yes. Isn't that crazy? And they're like both British somehow. Yes, and they and they're and they're they grew up to be Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Wait, what? Have you not seen the meme? No, no. Like the I haven't seen Love Actually okay. either. I'm, I'm, it's a little ginger boy. Are you even white? <laughs> <laughs> Love Actually is. Peak Caucasian viewing. This time, peak Caucasian culture. Peak Caucasian culture. I feel like uh, around November, hit me up. I feel like me, you, Will should do a love action. What? what is Navi? Navi, can, I feel I'm like Navi. Navi's not going to come. Well, neither is Felipe. So maybe it's just going to be a I mean, special. My skin is, but. <laughs> no, I feel like we got to. Well, we got to make is just actually multicultural. Navi can be a part of our squad whenever. Like, she, she can. She can, we accept her. Yes, I mean, I actually, have been accused yeah. of being whitewashed before, so maybe. Not that. Who do I need to beat up, Navi? I don't know. Some kids I went to high school with. I will beat them up. They don't have a podcast on Phineas and Ferb, so look who's thriving now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else is happening in this episode? Oh, and Candace and Jeremy go are supposed to go on a date, question mark? Yes, but like Navi, Candace is afraid of heights. I'm not afraid of heights. You just don't like, you don't, You wouldn't want to spend your time participating in heights activities. No, it's just that a lot of activities that involve heights just happen to be things that I'm not interested in. Like skydiving and roller skating. Yeah, skydiving. Why would you do that? Yeah. It's not the heights. She can, she can stand on a tall building and be fine. It's, it's yeah. you know, like doing stuff on a tall building. What's she much. doing stuff on a tall building? 
Um, okay. Yeah. So speaking of that, so the episode starts off with Candace um, talking with her BFF Stacy about how her and Jeremy are going to go on the Ferris wheel. And is this like an official date or is it just like two friends hanging out? I didn't understand that part. They need to DTR because I'm tired. Like Jeremy is obviously like throwing signals and Candace like definitely would reciprocate those signals, but she doesn't know what she's always anxious. They need to talk it out. No, he's putting signs out there and Candace doesn't speak sign language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so dumb. I'm sorry. It's like the- for real. It's so obvious that Jeremy has the hots for her. Like, can't she just open her eyes? She used to see past her brothers and then maybe she'll see reality. Was this in this episode where she has the vision of like busting her brothers and Linda comes by and then Jeremy's like, oh my God, Candace, you're so cool. You busted your brothers. Or is that in the last one that I skipped No, over? I think it was the last one. Oh, it was? Or- was it? I don't remember. Maybe because like she's having all these fantasies, but at the same time, what's an episode without thirsting over a little white boy with blonde hair? Mm-hmm. And Candace is really excited for this quote unquote date until she remembers that she's afraid of heights. Um, meanwhile, Linda and Florence are leaving for their bowling tournament, uh, which gives the boys an idea to play with the old lawn bowling, bowling set. And then that in turn gives them the idea to make a giant uh, bowling ball for to make the best world record or something. I think I've said this before on other mediums, but bowling... I think we're done with bowling after after the last year. Yeah, bowling was sticking, a lot of fun. I don't need to be sticking my fingers in in holes that other grubby people. Holes. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of words you could have used to describe bowling that were not what you said. <laughs> that said, candlestick bowling was always where it's at. Candle what? Pin. It's a Massachusetts thing. It's uh with the it's like a small ball and then like the the tall pins, not the little round. It runs, it's, it's sounds big. more difficult than bowling and why should it have to be more difficult than bowling <laughs> no but it's a, and you get three throws per turn okay and they're little and they're, and they're so much fun to throw no nah, i feel like at the same time like yeah bowling is a little antiquated i'll do it for a little retro moment but like but with like the I spread of germs bowling oh we bowling was mm. weird no you know where i was at we tennis <laughs> I will kick anyone's ass in Wii Tennis. I was we, double pro in Wii we, Tennis. Wii Tennis, you just have to like sit there and, and wave the remote there the whole time. But were you a double pro in Wii Tennis? 2,000 points on your <laughs> world record. You had like that many like, uh, what was that thing called? You'd have like XP. I had like 2,000 XP on Wii Tennis. I was beating the, the pros. Yeah, watch out Naomi Osaka. And where were you? You weren't there with me. <laughs> You weren't doing this with me. We weren't on the same doubles team. You weren't in the trenches with my me. (laughs) Maybe that's how the rat died. He just got demolished by you. (laughs) Yeah, because I was too busy. I bowled him with my my legs and thighs. Well, not really my thighs. Just my feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And legs were tangentially involved, but whatever. (laughs) Anyways... (laughs) Bowling, am I right? Wait, question. So you know how mm-hmm. they want to do the bowling ball for the world's greatest, weirdest record? Mm-hmm. What would be like your weirdest world record? Like what would you have? I feel like mine would be world's ugliest crier. Ooh, 
That's a good one. Hmm. Uh, this what was, was actually also a, a question we got in an email from Giovanni. What weird world record would you break? Oh, well, definitely um, mine. But I don't feel like any of y'all need to see me cry. I've cried enough with this Mercury retrograde. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Maybe. Um, this podcast is, is on pace to have like most tangents per minute. Period. Uh, most time spent not talking about Phineas and Ferb on a Phineas and Ferb podcast. I mean, probably like we could probably go for the record in podcasting one day. Like, I think we get like, well, like Phineas and Ferb podcasting specifically, probably. Yeah, but we also like already won that record. Yeah, I, th- I think doing that twenty plus episodes in one day? Is, is enough. That episode with Jay that was three hours long. I think we broke some records. Um, but I'm trying to think. World's best procrastinator. I feel like we. I I know some homies, and those homies are me, and those homies <laughs> will have you beat. It's me. I'm homies. <laughs> what if we are all homies? That's kind of a beautiful message. I feel like that's what John Lennon's song was about. Imagine all the people. <laughs> Imagine all the homies. Just dapping it up in peace. Yeah. Just waiting for, for Gal Gadot's <laughs> version of that. Oh, no. Anyways. Yeah, <laughs> back to the episode. And it's also around this time where Belgeet shows up and is like, what you doing? Yeah, Belgeet took everyone's shtick because later he's going to be like, wait, where's Perry? <laughs> yeah so um maybe a... Belgeet is just trying to find himself I mean we advocate here on this podcast first off happy pride that Belgeet and Buford are the queer couple of this generation but also like why was Buford so naggy this episode because he's a simp for Belgeet and he only, knows, he only knows how to show his feelings by being mean bullying but is also, also his like, love language go to therapy you know he's like nine he's me because you're traumatized yeah, I'm, I'm very curious as to Buford's home life. Uh, it, I, I think the conclusion I've come to is he's just very starved for attention. Is it, Buford, Buford wants people to notice him and know that he's there. And when he doesn't get that, he, he lashes out. Stop dragging me into this. <laughs> Speaking of Buford, I like how every time... Uh, Jeep mentioned the world record. He would play the trumpet. Yeah, yeah it, thing. Love the love the 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 trumpet jingle. We Let's stand a musical band. king. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as mentioned before, Belgeet asks, "Where's Perry?" And it turns out that Perry is uh, at in the lair, or he's about to go into the lair. But Carl is like fixing the pipe so like he goes in and then like he falls into the like sewers or whatever which is kind of gross and then carl just like plops him back into the um to go to the lair which is very fun yes but then henry the um, the henry hedgehog. herman hedgehog. herman the hedgehog yeah herman the, yeah herman, herman the hedgehog yes nicole yeah oh no i was just doing the name oh. nay. yes um, i wasn't remember? raising my hand but also if you insist, I feel like um, what's Herbie the Hedgehog was his name? Herman. 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 Yes, another star, another star who was only on the screen for less than fifteen seconds, but truly created a multi-generational impact. Honestly, <laughs> I couldn't even finish it without laughing. Now here's here's the big question: Herman the Hedgehog or Peter the Panda? Oh, Peter, Peter the, the Panda, panda can choke. 
Nicole. Nicole. Not that. Peter the Pan is a homie. He doesn't know. Peter's going to come after me, not Peter. They're going to throw paint on me in the street. Pandas are going to get staked. How dare you, Nicole? Well, I mean, Peter the Panda famously doesn't have a mouth. Right? So, I mean, how you just like pinch his nose and that'll do it. Wait, no, I was talking about the people's ethical treatment of animals. This like, is not, we are not thinking of murder plots for Peter the Panda on this podcast. No, no, I'm trying to keep myself safe in the eyes of all nonprofits. <laughs> yeah. So, Major Monogram gives Perry his assignment which is that Doof has been, uh, is at his old abandoned warehouse um, or sell, abandoned self-storage. Yeah, they get it, gotcha. And he, and he purchased like a bunch of like powdered chocolate, a hot dog vendor's cart, a medium-sized parka and a pair of red flannel long johns. With and so he has to, oh yes, of course. How could I forget? Uh, so Perry is off to do the, his thing i don't know is that really that suspicious to buy a bunch of hot chocolate and like maybe he's having he's gone through a tough breakup maybe he just needs like some comfort items and hot chocolate and long johns are his comfort items yeah why can't people just mind their business like shut up mr major mister (laughs) major monogram i'm so sorry major mister monogram period he wasn't he didn't become a major for me to butcher his name like this (laughs) <laughs> i mean but he did disrespect carl so maybe he does deserve it yeah he called him a vaudevillian caricature that's kind of rude <laughs> imagine i called you a bunch of interns but in a derogatory way like i like to uplift interns yes As a per- perpetual intern unpaid say, labor like, should be supported not not diminished no in new york city unpaid internships are illegal now <gasps> we love that oh. workers rights workers rights but also the cost of living is so expensive here that if you literally didn't have a job for one day you'd be in the streets like the rat like the rat and maybe one day you're in next day you're a rat in the street yeah it's me i'm right in the street (laughs) (laughs) call her remy the rat because she's ratatouille up here one day you're killing it in the road the next day you're roadkill (laughs) rodent kill period god damn it Debbie, where are we at in this episode? Uh, so we're back with Phineas and Ferb, and they're building their giant bowling ball. Um, Bulgy admires the very big ball. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Love that. Uh, <laughs> and Candace was like talking to Stacy while they were doing all this, and then uh, she goes down when she hears like the bowling ball. Uh, getting knocked over um sorry i'm like double checking my notes here. you can cut this out can we talk about the the image that like they showed twice with candace with the, the teeth and being like <laughs> like that that lives rent free in my head now what image when candace is inside the ball and spinning the lever and she's like gritting her teeth and she's like <laughs> oh yeah 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 also, like when when uh, Candace was was talking to Stacy on the phone, and she's like trying to trying to figure out what she wants to wear to the date. She's like thinking about my my favorite red blouse with my white skirt and red matching socks, and it's like everything the the thing that she always wears. Yeah, 
Uh, like Candace is kind of like a decision that she makes every day. Yes. Yeah. Well, Candace goes down and ruins all the fun that the kids are having with their giant bowling ball. Um, and she initially wants to bust them by calling mom. But then she's like, oh, if I take the bowling ball with me, I can just bust them right to their faces. Uh, and, and I think, yeah, Nicole was right. This is where we get the montage where Jeremy proposes to her. Yes. Um, we love that. Yeah, I'm glad she's learned from her mistakes of, of, you know, time and time again, trying to bust her brothers only for the stuff to disappear. If she shows up with the stuff, then uh, it, it can't disappear. So yeah, she, she, really, she's adapting. Maybe Linda will send her to the to the uh, sunshine, the the Mr. Smiley's uh, army camp or whatever, because she's the one in the ball at that point. So who knows? Well, the thing about Candace is like she's thinking scientifically. She's thinking through the problem like a social scientist. I feel like Candace would be a great candidate for a PhD with this type of critical thinking skills. We love that. Maybe maybe Lulu Busta Jones can be her. Um, PhD her, advisor. her advisor yeah yeah not lola busted jones just to clarify for nicole lulu busted jones lulu busted jones who's very like lola jones we established um but uh then this is the ping pong part not the ping pong pinball part right yeah also uh so i, I enjoy roller coasters how did candace not throw up that looked hellish. He probably yeah. was like, ooh, can't eat before my day with Jeremy. Don't want to look bloated. So there was nothing to throw up. Mm. Aw, yeah, that that's sense. sad. But she would eat on the date. She could eat more on the date, you know? So she could yeah. okay. all, she could eat all the junk food she wants. Yeah, you know, maybe she had like a smoothie, like something that just went right through her and she had nothing left in her. Honestly, Candace is smart. She's she's uh, saving her finances. She's going to have Jeremy spend the money that... Like, <laughs> Yeah. she's a girl boss this isn't even the first moment of girl bossitude <laughs> in the episode this is one that we're hypothetically making up but the other one with isabella is kind of like the girl boss elizabeth uh what's her name with the with the theragun ceo oh, oh uh, elizabeth holmes, elizabeth girl holmes? Boss. Yeah. yeah isabella is an elizabeth holmes level girl boss but don't sleep on candace <laughs> candace is like a caroline calloway level girl boss <laughs> Yeah, no, this this thing that Candace was in, like, after, like, the gyroscope thing got busted, uh, that's, like, the kind of shit they train astronauts with. Like, she could go to space, no problem now. Take the elevator to the moon. Yes. Well, um, so Candace enters the thing, and the boy kids are like, hey, we should probably follow her so that she doesn't die. And she goes like down into like this manhole thing and then into the sewers and then gets like hit by a train. Like it was a mess. Mm -hmm. That's a landline. One second. I had a comment to say right there. Waiting on landlines in 2021. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Sorry, I checked my phone for one second and have no idea how to organically bring the conversation back. That's the social media is poisoning our brains. Nobody ever at me ever again. This mm -hmm. is what happens. I deleted brain social thought. media from my phone. It, it's honestly been like stressful at times because I'm like, I need 
I feel like I, I have need to tweet. Red messages. I have an in yeah. insane compulsion to tweet at all times. I'm gonna, it, I can't do it right now because then I'll get distracted again. Um, that said, uh, I did have a. Oh yes, I did love the moment where the the squad like teams up, did their little superhero doorbell ring, and they all got on their little devices. It gave me big Code Lyoko vibes. Um, Not Code Lyoko. <laughs> Not again. Hey, Not again. Listen, non-binary. Kudli is not a name of a character. <laughs> so, so yes. <laughs> Lyoko is the location. Okay. Oh, Lyoko is genderless. And and is and and does Lyoko have a gender? It sounds like no. Those I mean. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> Nicole just thought of the five heads and was like, I need to ask some questions. <laughs> Anyways. But yes, Kolioko, an iconic show. That can be our next podcast series. Not I'm yet. willing to give Code Lyoko another chance. I know I've like shit on it multiple times, but yeah. I'm willing to give it another Start the go. Movement. Code Lyoko is a great show. You know who agrees with me? AJ Norris. So AJ, listen to this podcast, and then let's get the movement started. Once we convince Jacob, then we get the ball rolling. Like so Candace. I can't tweet if you liked Code Lyoko as a child. You're non-binary now. I mean, you would probably get canceled. <laughs> no, because I feel like it's a show. <laughs> I'm very lost. <laughs> I feel like it was a show for both genders, though. Okay, yes, it was. That was where I was trying to go with that. Thank you. Got it. Okay, yeah, I, was, I should have, I should have said that with my words instead of just choking through tears. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Code Lyoko, there's a chance you're non-binary now. All genders can appreciate Code Lyoko. That's the, magic the tweet. That That's the tweet. Yes. Um. <laughs> Here we are going far to San that we love. If we give all we got, we can make it is, through. Is this the, the theme song that made the brackets? Yes. Ugh. The, okay, I stand by that the theme song is still trash. Well, how dare you, Navi? I should have just I voted. I'm sure the show is fine. <laughs> I just don't think the theme song's very good. Oh, it bobs. That's a, a song that you throw your ass to at the club. Nicole, you're uh, an expert on throwing your <laughs> ass, ass at the club. Yeah. And ask the yeah. uh, yes, they, and you said you should keep saying it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree that the Code Lyoko theme song, you should throw your ass at the <laughs> See, she can't even, but I feel like you can't throw your ass at that song. You can appreciate it. It was up against the Teen Titans theme song. Of course it was going to lose. It was going to lose, but I wasn't, like, if you put it against Clifford the Big Red Gentrifier, <laughs> like the bad Clifford theme song, not Clifford Puppy Days, because Clifford Puppy Days hits different, but you had to be there. You had to be there at the TV theme song bracket. Um, Mom, three listens away from 100 listens. Get to it. Wow. Okay. Okay, listens. Do you want me to re-listen to it and yes. then... And yell at you all on Twitter again? I listened to it on my own. I was like, I need the first podcast that I listened to with AirPods to be special. And I picked that one. Wait, that's so sweet. I'm going to go cry because I'll never peek past this moment. Mm -hmm. You're not going to cry because <laughs> you're still in tears over your own question about Kotlioko? I 
literally am just walked into getting canceled. Honestly, <laughs> I'm just I'm just being curious. I'm just I just keep asking questions. You know, it yes. comes from a place of love. Yes, we love that. Um, meanwhile, let's roll through the rest of this podcast like Candace rolled through the city of Danville. Yes, yeah, a lot of electrical so- <laughs> damage she probably caused. Maybe All she those killed wires. She probably killed a lot of rats. There's probably a rat. Uh, well, she was going through the, genocide. Maybe that's how Agent T died. You think Agent T was hanging in the sewers with the rats? I mean, probably he got stuck when Carl broke the little machine. That's Agent H, bro. No, that's that's uh, not Harry Hamlin. What's his name? Herman Herman the Herman the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. But and it probably happened to multiple critters. Nobody eats hedgehogs. No, but it happened to the turkey after. Like he put. He pushed the hedgehog. No, you think Carl probably got poked from the hedgehog? Yeah, ouch. I don't. I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah. Handle with care, I guess. <laughs> Handle with care. Handle Herman with care. Um. So yeah, can we talk about Isabella's girl boss moment? She yes. literally scammed. I I have this written down as my favorite moment of the episode. I'm glad we're all on the same page. I love seeing women win, especially against men named Dirty Joe. <laughs> it was kind of sad though. He's probably like a small business owner, just like, you know, doing his job. And then this little girl like shows up and like just ruins everything. It's so funny. Think of how many people he probably scammed in the past. Those, those bottles, I guarantee were probably glued down. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't put past Dirty Joe. They call him that for a reason. You think you just walk around calling people Dirty Joe without a reason, without expecting to get punched in the face? He probably this too. Yeah, I mean, it's not like she's scamming an innocent person. She's definitely scamming the scammer. Like, this goes back to the age-old question first presented on the Avatar podcast. Is it okay to steal from pirates? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Jacob you scam a scammer. But is it okay to steal from Target? Ask Heather Cannon. It's a big corporation. She'll arrest me. <laughs> don't ask. Uh, uh, don't ask the the Facebook pages of people from my hometown. They will tell you otherwise. Don't take. Oh uh, no. <laughs> okay, so while we were talking about Shaking Joe. Uh, so the kids all end up at like little amusement park or I guess a county fair is what you call it in the states. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they call it the fair. I've never been to one with like the animals at that. Like there's a there was like a carnival, like a petting zoo, Fourth of July. Yeah, but it's always just like rides. There's never like stuff. I I feel like you see the like in Babe. Like I was like I want to go to one of these. Middle America, Clinton's. man. They're all over the place. Yeah, when I go visit Clinton. Sorry, did I just dox you? I'm going to edit that out. No, that's fine. Okay. If the people want to find it, the people can find it. I'm not oh. there right now. Okay, yes. Go visit the Snowtone machine place. Uh, give, give, support local businesses. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then Candace, they, they're at the fair and Candace is ping-ponged all over, ping pong pinballed all over the area. And then- Yeah, well, they're holding that- well, they're holding that uh, the world's most useless world records uh, competition at the fair of all yeah. places. I mean, capitalism. Yeah, finish your thought, Felipe. I just said capitalism. Um, 
but I don't know why. Sorry, I haven't been here in like a while and I'm like discovering new shit all the time. <laughs> it's great. So sorry, I'm like all over the place. Okay, so where were we again? I think we, did we, did we finish the Phineas and Ferb? Oh, but they they're at the fair. They're getting all their awards. Yeah. Yeah, they get all the awards. We can yada yada through this at this point. And then Candace is somehow like ejected out of the bowling because ball. Of doof, and right? like, yeah, because of doof. And then uh, she is right beside Jeremy on the Ferris wheel. And, you know, he puts his arm around her and it's cute. They are not, they are definitely more than friends. I feel like Jeremy is leading her on and it's disrespectful. They need to DTR, stop playing with her emotions. Um, yeah. I, I do want to say, I say like- that he's leading her on. I think, I think he's pretty like, uh, maybe not like explicitly said it out loud, but I, I, I think he's pretty well like made it clear that he is interested in her. He called yeah. her before I think he needs a to give costume more party to tell her what he was going to wear just so they could match. True. Maybe Candace has faced so much rejection in her own home from her parents that she's unwilling to accept love in her face because she doesn't know love that doesn't look like pants. <laughs> poetry poetry right there think about it for a second and maybe you'll you'll come to a realization you wish you didn't come to i would like to sit on that while i reference the fact that i did love the moment where phineas and ferb were like getting their two records and the guy was like wait two records in one day that's another record but then they didn't even point out the fact that then three records in one day is a fourth record well they they later showed ferb holding three trophies yes um i would i would think that two like Surely someone else has done two records in a day before this. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm just complaining. I mean, if, if you like stand for like the longest amount of time and get the world record for standing, mm-hmm. then you could be like standing on my right leg for the most amount of time, standing on my left leg. And, like there was also at the at the awards, one of the one of the kids got an award for having the fattest gerbil, but he like still put it in the size of a cage for a normal gerbil. Disrespectful. So it's like Peter should get on them, not on yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you already have you uh, have the Kodioko stance coming at you. You don't need both both nonprofits coming at you. Yeah, maybe I'm bored. <laughs> the Kodioko <laughs> nonprofit. Let's start it. Yeah, I was about to say, is it that a nonprofit? And we help <laughs> like provide housing for like LGBTQ plus youth. Kind of a serve. Maybe I'm onto something here. Talk to me in 20 years and let's see if I actually made this happen. I didn't make it happen. Me in 20 years. Yeah. Um, Anyway, should we talk about the doof plot? Yeah, sure. So I talked a bit about like the beginnings of it, but once Perry is at a Doof and Schmertz abandoned self storage, he is immediately trapped by Doof's, let me get this right here, giant robotic penguin, icy freeze your socks off breathinator thingy. Is yeah. the exact name. Iconic name. Number one name. <laughs> Number one name. Yeah, so Doof explains that he's going to unleash his robotic penguins out at the co- county fair uh, so that they freeze the entire city. And then he plans on selling all the fairgoers uh, his organic, addictive hot chocolate. And like the first one will be free, the second one will be free. But then the third one will cost them a million dollars and he just needs mm-hmm. to sell the one so that he can become a millionaire. How are we Smart, thinking about this? What are we thinking about this plan? Yes. E- Econ 101, that's what they teach you. Yeah, but would anyone buy a $1 million 
hot chocolate? No. If you were addicted if, to if it, then yes. Enough, yeah. Ooh, I didn't. I forgot. Yeah. Ask Big Pharma. Put, probably. Yeps. Thank you. Somebody's <laughs> thinking if, like a Big if, Pharma here. If, if people are paying as much for insulin as they have to, even when they can't. Yeah, you make points. Yeah, Martin Scurley should get on this. Not him. <laughs> still upset that he bought the Wu-Tang album and then would brag about how he didn't listen to it. I hate him so much. Same. And he wouldn't even share. Like, he obviously did not grow up watching Sesame Street. He would have learned how to share. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So the penguins are unleashed, or not? Un- or I okay. love the visual <laughs> of Doofenshmirtz marching with the penguins. Like yeah. that's what that's what the movie was about. It wasn't a, a documentary narrated by Martin Freeman. It was a, it was a just that that single frame. He's yeah. Uh, was was Jim Carrey in the movie for for Mr. Penguins Poppers. Poppers Penguins? Yeah. Not Mr. Penguin Poppers. That's what he looks like in this question. Whoa. <laughs> no, uh, not that. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I misspoke and I was like, no, that's not what it's called. It's Mr. Penguins, Mr. Popper's Penguins. Uh but yeah, like in in this picture of him with the penguins, he looks kind of like Jim Carrey in that movie with Jim Carrey and the penguin. Okay. This was something I wrote down for our season one feedback show, but we need to discuss a live action cast at some point. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yes, because I think Jim Carrey is a good choice. But who out there has a square or, I guess it's a rectangle, or a triangular-shaped head? I don't know. They can get a prosthetic or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to see that on second thought. <laughs> no, we're uh, not. who needs to see we, it? We just want to We talked uh, in an earlier episode about how Disney World has, like, costumes for these characters. Oh, my God. And how... Like William, I had forgotten about that, and now I'm going to nightmarish. They are because they're they're like halfway in the middle of characters that have the heads on, and characters where you like see the actor's face. Nicole, please Google image search Buford Disney World. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> or Doofus. Why he's going to be so cute and Buford like, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buford the- Van Stom. He's what is he? Scandinavian? That doesn't look right. That doesn't look right <laughs> at all. <laughs> what, that, look at the Dupinshirts one. Maybe I won't. Maybe I just want to protect my peace for once. I, honestly, the the Baljeet one is the most terrifying to me. Yeah, why does Baljeet have a face on his face? Yeah, it's like his mouth is the actor's mouth, but they just put these big fucking googly eyes on him. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. I feel like we should um, sue Disney for cultural appropriation. <laughs> and like... The, you know the counter sue. They have all that money. They're going to try to steal every penny from you. Yeah, but this isn't right. This doesn't sit right with me. Does that... You could make that, you could try to beat JCR at his own TikTok game and talk about these critters on your TikTok. No, I'm going to talk about, yeah, I'm going to talk about (laughs) how they turned Phineas's head into a a triangular shaped prism in real life. 
<laughs> that's deeply disturbing i feel like we should have never talked i feel like this podcast needs to be canceled now it's over it's ruined <laughs> no this is one of our best episodes already here it is um, oh my goodness and we didn't even get okay to the that. part with the penguins <laughs> we didn't even get to the conclusion yeah so as we mentioned before doof is marching with his penguins to the fair uh to freeze the entire city uh agent tri-state area why didn't he go to the tri-state area that was kind of off like him not like him maybe maybe he he didn't he just needed i mean he only needed one million dollars he didn't need to he was feeling modest yeah he just he just wanted to be a millionaire for the title you can only you can Mm -hmm. only reach shoot for the stars so every so often sometimes you have to shoot for like an anchovy that's a reference uh, a movie that only will see the the fish yeah it's a luca reference but yeah um anyway well maybe one day i will watch it when it is really good it's free on disney plus Ooh, i thought they would have like tried to sell me like Thirty dollars on that's that. what I you would think, right? But it's like sold. they're doing that with uh, Cruella right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe I'll check it out at some point, or I won't. Maybe I'll check it out in ten years, like I do at everything else in my life. Um, so Agent P is uh, trying to stop the thing, and this is how we get Candace to get launched into the Ferris wheel. What would you call it? Like bench bunk? Yeah. Yeah. Will. Uh, the, the seat. I was over on the bench. The bank, according to Swedish. Yeah. Um, and she she eats up there next to Jeremy. Yeah. Well, the doof and his robotic penguins kind of look like bowling ball pins. So like yeah. that's how Candace is able to like roll through that. And he flies um, through, right? Like because then he has the penguin head. At the, in the credits? Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah, in the end credits. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. I didn't really write notes for this. Oh, good. As you yeah. can tell, because um, I was you're busy you're, hanging you're out. It's all good. Yeah, I was busy hanging out with my anyway, family. We love that. Yeah. So uh, that's the end of our episode recaps. Nicole, do you want to stick around for our rankings and feedback section, or do you want to hop off? I can. I would love to stick around. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna take a quick musical break, and when we're back, Will's gonna lead us through the rankings. Cool. Split up and let's keep her in play until we get to the fair.
way to keep. And the kitty goes, and the owl goes, and the doggy goes, and the turkey goes. And the turkey goes. <clears throat> Sir, we lost Agent T last November. Ooh, right. <clears throat> and that's how the animals go, 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 and that's how the animals go. Oh, the chicken goes, and the dog goes, and the worm goes. Outstanding, Agent W. Agency, don't do that. And the new guy goes. I'm Norm. You know, Carl, it's weird that he's not an animal. We should fire him. I am already on it, sir. And we are back, everyone. Uh, I love, I love, and the dog says, and the cow says, and the moose says. Yeah, and did we you picked that one instead of the pinball song. No, they're both going to be there. But okay. I put okay. the. Gotta, you got to surprise the audience sometimes. But uh, yeah. So, Will, take us to our feedback section. Um, yeah, so a couple of emails we got. One of them, I guess we already answered this question from Giovanni. What pointless world record could you break? Uh, it, sound, it sounds like we're also on pace to get canceled the most times in one podcast. Girly, we're not Joe Rogan. We're fine. <laughs> Who do we think we are? Barstool? We, we, yeah, we, we still have our Twitter presences. Uh, another email. Is Candace saving Phineas the most heartwarming moment of the series so far? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, it's, it's definitely heartwarming, but it's, it's, it's not up there with uh, the, the Love Handle concert. Yeah. It's, or even, even like and is singing Gitchy Gitchy Goo with her brother. Yes, I also like, think, um, I know this was like in a dream, but Candace rescuing them from the military academy. Yeah. Um, so I actually think the most wholesome moment is brick, 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 <laughs> brick, 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 It's fun. It's fun and wholesome. Yes. I literally cried. I'm like, this is, this is literally them tearing down the Berlin Wall. <laughs> this is art. <laughs> brick by brick. <laughs> throwing it into the hands of the oppressive regime. Oh. Phineas and Ferb is actually um, an allegory. Think about it. <laughs> they gotta, they gotta take like the uh, the footage from tearing down the Berlin Wall, but then like put that audio with it of of the brick song. Someone tell Jason to do it. He'll really go viral, and he just has to give me idea credit because I'm too lazy to do that myself. Yeah. Uh, we also have one. Uh, a tweet from John John who asked, what do you think happened to the street camera by their house? Uh, maybe they switched it to wireless or the city removed it. Well, the funny part is, is um, Perry, they're like, Perry, how can we repay you for doing the amazing deed of destroying a city, almost killing you, the people that take care of you on a daily basis by dumping them into a duty poo poo river? <laughs> <laughs> But at this wait, where was I going with that? Uh, Perry uh, got the ticket removed for Lawrence. Yeah, you got the ticket removed for our man Lawrence. Lawrence, I'm kind of partial to that name. Love I, a Lawrence. I, yes, I I have written down from that episode that like because they called him into work like after dark, uh, and he probably he should be getting paid overtime if he's not. Yes, this is mm -hmm. this is. I mean, our platypi octurnal. We got to get a marine biologist on the, not marine, a marsupialologist, mammalologist. Something like that. We got to get someone who knows. 
Who knows? Zoologist. Duh. Get Mike Christensen on the line. Okay, period. Get him on. Um, um I'm I'm surprised that that Candace has not been using this like this camera is like incredibly invasive to the point where it knows that Perry is a secret agent. I'm surprised that Candace has not been using this to like watch Jeremy. Like this, she she has has several times Candace been has very some stalkery respect. about. I don't know. She's got a shrine to the boy in her room. All yeah, she was taking like style. creepy, like uncandid pictures on her phone when he wasn't looking. Yeah, you would think that she would know what the definition of consent. Maybe was. maybe it's character growth from Candace. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know what they did with the tapes. Uh, let's see. One last. Oh, there was one last tweet. One last tweet asking about the. Uh, from Giovanni said, is Norm talking or is Perry controlling his speech patterns? Uh, I think it's probably something where like Perry is making the robot do the things and then Norm just has like canned lines for every time he does but something. But explain when Norm talks things. in front of Mr. Ma- Maybe, Major. yeah. I, I, Major monogram. Yeah, I think I think Norm ha- is like an AI and can spit lines, but I don't think he needs to be controlled. Yeah, get Christian Hibiki on the podcast. Maybe he can explain how Norm <laughs> operates. Robotics engineer Christian Hibiki. Do you think we could get Renatbot to talk about Phineas and Ferb with us? Ooh. I feel like the Renatbot doesn't know how to talk about anything. So except for Liana. Yeah, just now- Liana and not me. TikTok. It never taught wants to talk about TikTok and Nicole. What's up with that? I mean, you didn't watch the Star Wars holiday special, so maybe- yeah, maybe I don't deserve the clout. I didn't no. go through pain. <laughs> um, uh, I think I'm now gonna read every single Renatbot tweet in Norm's voice. Ooh, I like that. Hi, let's pay the average worker fifteen cents an hour. That's what <laughs> something like Renatbot tweet like. Fuck off, from Renatbot! Get out of here with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm trying to take. make the Renatbot a communist. Come on. Uh, okay, are we ready to get into the rankings? Yes. Of course. Okay, so first we'll, we'll rank the innators. We just have one. Uh, we have the, the giant robotic penguin icy freeze your socks off breath innator thingy. Where does, where does this rank? Can you repeat the name one more time? time? Giant robotic penguin icy freeze your socks off breath innator thingy. We got to work on that. Your socks. Not off. a great name. What, uh, one more time. The giant robotic penguin icy freeze your socks off with breathinator thingy. Breathinator thingy. Sounds like what I need to do after a little too many drinks. Breathinator <laughs> thingy. And that's how I'm going to pronounce it too. <laughs> okay, I have this at number two. Norm Ooh. is obviously the goat. And then I, I think it beats uh, Who's Crying Now Anator slash Who's Blinded by the Sandinator. That one, that one I loved. It could be flipped by the time we get to our our, our uh, rankings at the end, but th- these are the top three for me right now. They're just so goofy too. They're like giant penguins marching along. Yeah, I I also love this one. I have it I have it at number five, uh, right behind the the Who's Blinded by Sandinator. I thought this was really fun. I think like the name is long and dumb, but I I think long and dumb is very funny. That's that's just me, I guess. 
I I I like that he he ha- he's you know got the business idea behind it of just selling hot chocolate. I I thought this was a fun one. Agreed. Navi, what about you? So I have it at number one. <gasps> oh. Top of the uh, leaderboard, maybe. Yeah, the Who's Crying Now Inator is now at number two. I agree with all your points. Plus, on top of that, they're penguins. Like, they're cute. I remember watching Pingu when I was a little kid. So that's why I have it at number one. It's just the dumb name and the fact that they're penguins. Yeah, shout out to Pablo from the backyard again. Pablo the penguins. Pablo the Into the thick of it. Uh, Into the thick of it. Oh, we're gonna get to go 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 yeah, that's actually kind of tea. Yeah. <laughs> I am. That's I do next, love being a princess. It's that's kind of like bracket. my best. Yeah, my best and worst quality. Yeah, the backyardigan song bracket. I feel like that would probably go viral. Okay. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Period. Nicole, uh, do you agree? Is this is this uh, innator uh, a good one? Does, I it, think, does it pass the test? Yeah, it's definitely within like. Uh, it deserves to be on like the Olympic team. It might not be the gold medalist. I'm sorry, Navi, but it definitely deserves to be like, it deserves to make the team. It may not be Simone Biles, but it could be, it could be. It's yeah. uh, Lori Hernandez. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, who is it going to be this year? I guess we're going to have to find out. Tune into the Olympic trials this Thursday. Yeah. That's the saddest part about not having Wi-Fi at work is that like when the Olympics are on. I'm mean, so sad. That is, yeah, a good thing I work from home so I don't have to ever stop watching my TV, ever. Love that. Um, yeah, so, so where are we going next, William? Yeah, if we're ranking the, the I know what we're going to do today. So here's, here's one of the things. Does it count or does it not count? Are we ranking the elevator to the moon, even though we didn't see it? Hell no, we didn't see it. That's what I thought. Um, so in that case, giant bowling... Where do we have giant bowling? Kind of lame. Sorry, I didn't mean to interject. Oh, no, it's all good. No, I it's think, fine. I am going to put giant bowling above the... Felipe, you don't even like regular bowling. True, mm-hmm. but like I, I would rather ride in that ball than throw a ball. Um, so I think I'm going to put giant bowling right above the chariots and under the robots because okay. at least the robots i can have them do what i need to do without having to do it while i watch better call Saul. where where is that how high oh sorry that that's thing? 24 robot is 23 and cherries are 25 okay navi is 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 bowling is that uh too much doing things no because she's not reading a book <laughs> sorry i was muted no uh so the way the bowling works in this specific episode makes me want to put it right at the bottom because i don't think i can handle that but if it were regular bowling then i don't know maybe number 24 after 
a thumb war or something. Like it's still rather witness a thumb war or do a thumb war than bowl. But the way this mm-hmm. is, I don't want anything to do with it. So it's last. Yes. All the way to 37. Dang. That is very even, even under the military academy? You can't read a book there. <laughs> Below doing nothing. Doing literally nothing. Uh, yeah, I, I also have this in the like like mid to low tier. Like it's it's cool that they built it. It's like impressive and all, but but I, I agree that it's you know kind of lame uh, in, in terms of like do I want to do this myself? Uh, so I have it at 22. It's it's below the circus and above the the motorcycle stunts. Um any any last thoughts before we go to songs? Are we ranking pinball separately or together with it? Uh I I, I kind of saw it okay, as all yeah. one it's thing. It's the I same it. thing. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Felipe, what are we doing today? That's what they did. Yeah. Okay. And also, she destroyed the city. Why are we acting like Candace is some sort of angel? <laughs> she should be arrested for indecency. Tried for her crime. For destroying public property. Mm-hmm. Uh, so also on, on the list of does this count as something we should rank is the song about the animals singing. Does that count? I have it ranked. Okay. Navi, you go first then. I have it at number one. Oh my god! <laughs> it, I I love a meme song. You know that. Like now That's the fair. the the fishmonger song is now at number two, and the animals go is now at number one. I think it's a banger. Okay. Especially the chicken part. Mm-hmm. The chicken part's the oh, best part. The best. Um. Felipe, where uh, do you have, have the animals going? I think I'm going to have it at 33 between Truck Driving Girl and Do Nothing Get Day. Um, and the animals go. Uh, definitely high because of the memes, but I also think, I think it makes the Spotify playlist just because of the memes, but I don't think it's often. That's the thing, like, meme songs are good. Meme songs can really kill the vibe of a playlist, though. Yeah. That's like, why- yeah, this, this is pretty low for me. Like the only thing saving it in in my eyes is is I think it's very good in terms of like where it fits in the episode, like as a, a song in the episode. But I I'm never gonna listen to this outside of the show. I think it's yeah. good in the show, but as a, as a song on its own, uh, not a chance. Not a chance. I will say, prepare for the season one recap because Go Phineas Go might jump at least five spots. Oh, Are you just doing this out of spite? No, I literally am looking at some of these. I'm like, I don't remember some of these songs, but I remember Go Phineas and Go. Uh-huh. Yeah. I also remember Go Phineas Go, and I remember it being bad. Um, <laughs> so and this, then, yeah, I have song? And the Animals Go at 37 for okay. me. What about the other song? Pinball pin- and Pinball. No Pinball Wizard. Um, I think it's Definitely gives me hemoglobin highway sort of energy. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna put it right under hemoglobin highway. Pinball, pinballing. Um, it's like kind of rocky and like I like that kind of energy. 
yeah this has the the same vibe as hemoglobin highway as truck driving girl as the flying fishmonger all of those things it, it's the same as all of those things and so I, put I, it between hemoglobin highway and flying fishmonger i have i have it right in between truck driving girl and hemoglobin highway it's a 33 for me navi I have it at number 30 between uh, Truck Driving Girl and My Chariot, basically for the same reasons. It, it, they all kind of fall into that same genre that I don't particularly care for. So I'm not going to listen to it. And it's probably not going to be memorable for me after oh, I didn't this remember episode. It. I yeah. literally went to listen to it on YouTube while Navi was ranking her animal song. <laughs> I did not remember it from work. Uh, Nicole, do you have any memorable songs? Did we ask you this from like Phineas and Ferb as a show? Just like SIMP classic. I love having some squirrels in my pants. That's how I've been trying to dance at the club since the pandemic mm-hmm. ended. Like I got literal squirrels in my pants. Squirrels. 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 Literally. Period. Are you a Gitchagoo fan? Not really. The Aglet song was kind of a bop. Don't forget it. Never will forget it. Yeah. And I feel like besides the classic, we're getting the boys, not the boys, the band back together. You know the ones. Mm-hmm. I think I think you gotta give Disco Miniature Golf and Queen another listen. That one is a banger. I've listened to it quite a few times since that podcast. That I one's an that un- one, yeah. un- underrated hit for sure. Um, where are we going next, Will? We are finally to the episode rankings. We're ranking the episodes. Uh, let's start with the the Bolarama one first. I feel like this is the the less fun half hour. Um, at least it was for me. Where do we have where do we have Bolarama drama? I think I'm going to put it at, what was it? Oh, no, Runaway Runway was the one with the Doofenshmirtz stuff. I think I'm going to put um, it at number 20 below iBrobot and get that Bigfoot out of my face. Um, how do you spell Bolarama drama? Bowl? Uh, spell it how you want. Bowl. You know? um, so the, the wiki... The wiki and Disney Plus actually spell it differently. So spell it how you want. Okay. Like that? <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. Anyways, Navi, where are you going to put it? trying to see where you put this. Navi, where are you going to put Bolarama drama? Uh, I have it at number 13 between Does This Duck Bill Make Me Look Fat and Pirates. Uh, it was a decent episode. Um, I like the the Doof plot quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And even like the, the Candace slash Phineas and Ferb plot was pretty interesting considering her different method of trying to bust them and how that ends up kind of getting her in trouble. But it ends up working out for her in the end. I don't know. I thought it was all interesting. So it's at number 13 for me. All right, 13 is, is solid. Uh, I have this uh, right in the middle. This is, this is a like perfect example of like a replacement tier episode of Phineas and Ferb for me. It's, it's you know, it, it passes the test. Uh, it, it does what it needs to do. Um, but uh, like, like you said, not terribly memorable otherwise. Uh, so I have this at number 20. Uh, this is uh, in between leave the bus into us and raging bully uh nicole what'd you think of this Wings. episode yeah i would say the bowling wasn't really like the most fun activity like when you're making roller coasters every other day i don't i'm not gonna put you in like my top my top 
tier, you know, mm-hmm. fun little moments, fun little songs, but like as a full on experience, Phineas and Ferb outdo themselves every other day. And this mm-hmm. was just like not up to my standards. Except the day that they did nothing. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes you need that. That's called a mm-hmm. self-care day. Love that. Yes. Um, now okay. for the other half, the traffic cam caper. Where do you have this, Felicia? Can you remind me what the plot, the doof plot of Tree to Get Ready was? Uh, Tree to Get Ready, the doof plot was uh, the poopinator when, when the pigeons were pooping on his goody two-shoes brother. The favorite of his mother. I see that changes things. No, it doesn't change things. I think I'm going to put a traffic cam caper despite the fact that there wasn't no, there was no doofenshmirtz. I think I'm putting this at number five. It was memorable to me as a kid. Uh, I really liked that everyone was involved. Like they, I, I just really enjoyed this episode. So it's between does this duck bill make me look fat and try to get ready. So I, this was uh, a memento tier episode for me. Nice. Navi, where do you have this? I have it at number six between Swinter and Gnome Lawn Beach Party. Uh, same reason as Felipe. Plus, like, I just like that it takes place at night. Like, I think the show looks After really hours. good at night. Yeah. I thought the backgrounds looked great. Yeah. So, and plus, I like that Candace, Phineas, and Ferb are basically, like, and Perry are basically, like, antagonistic this episode. Like, they both want the thing for different reasons and so they're fighting over it but yeah. they don't really realize it or and at least uh, the kids don't you would think that a low doof episode would rank lower but like i think it worked perfectly for this episode mm-hmm. yeah th- this one was tough because you know it didn't have a a innator. thing they did that we ranked it didn't have an innator that we ranked uh the song only barely counted i i was willing to not even count the song uh, but I still love the episode. This is like, it's it's definitely high tier. It might be right outside of that like iconic tier for me. Uh, so I have it at number seven behind uh, the Five, mini golf and episode seven. and and Tree to Get Ready. But it, I, I really love this episode. This was, this was a fun watch. It really was. Uh, Nicole, how do you feel about this placement in the rankings? Yeah, I feel very good about that. I think it's a very sweet episode. I mean, there's so many episodes that are iconic. I think this one's just like, it's cute. It's just like, oh, Candace mm. has a heart. Like yeah. maybe maybe she does care. That's nice to know that people do have feelings. We love to see it. Yeah. Um, do we have any final thoughts on these two episodes? Otherwise we can do some plugs. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's that's it. That's That's the rankings next week. Yes. We are talking. Uh, so, so be on the lookout on on social media. We will probably put out a tweet right before we record. Uh, if you have any feedback on the next episodes, or you can just send them to our email, what you doing at gmail.com next week. Pod uh, oh, what you doing pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Or tweet what it out during pod. the week. We'll see it. Yeah, what you doing pod at gmail.com. Uh, next week, we're talking about the monster of Phineas and Fervenstein. And oil on Candace. And I think Jay's joining us for that. Patron Jay, Vinny's cat dad. Uh, happy Father's Day to Jay, belated Father's Day. Um, as I th- And I think, are they the first? Uh, re- no, no, Naomi, Naomi was the was. first repeat guest. But, How uh, could you forget? Yeah. She was <laughs> very hot and heated that day. Um, but yeah, so Jay is coming back. And then I believe the week after we have another repeat guest in AJ. Yeah. 
Yes, and Jacob's coming back at some point. Real uh, star-studded some... lineup that, that you mm-hmm. started, Nicole. Um, yeah, started with Nicole, this like string of guests. So Nicole, what does it feel like to be like the, the leadoff batter for some str- iconic guests? It feels like a big burden, but someone has to do it. Someone <laughs> has to be blonde enough to do it. Yes. <laughs> Nicole, tell, tell the listeners where they can keep up with you, where they can find you, what you have going on these days. As long as you don't follow me in the street, uh, you can find me at Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Behind the Secrets. Still don't know what that means. I'm too lazy to change all my handles to be consistent. So you're just going to have to deal with that. If, if she doesn't have the sneezy face emoji, it's not her. Yeah, that's how you know me. It's because of my seasonal allergies. That we got to experience live on the podcast. <laughs> not to drag you, but I'm kidding. Uh, but Nicole, uh, do, you, do you have a pop culture thing that you want to plug? Like, what are you watching or listening to these days that everyone should check out? That everyone should check out? I feel like you said for the ladies, I'm rewatching Sex and the City right now. And it's just like more true than ever. But I'm trying to think, oh, the Olivia Rodrigo album. Everyone listens okay. to that. Of course. Yes, sour. Um, and also just like to tease, Nicole and I do have plans at some point to talk about iCarly. We're thinking about doing a retrospective when it all wraps the new iCarly um if it's really banger we might do something in the midpoint of the of the series but we're definitely going to do at least one podcast and that's all if we're going to commit to has sex we will do a mid-season <laughs> podcast <laughs> manifest it but not with Bo. we don't like Bo. not with Bo, but carly does deserve to get laid so and not what's his name luke the the guy who took yeah luke was kind of ugly too but no luke spoilers was, we have luke to was the guy that she watched law and order with yeah, yes, and very to the, relatable to the whey protein uh, restaurant. Um, but yeah, so that's where you can keep up with Nicole. Navi, what about you? What do you have these days? Uh, you can follow me pretty much anywhere at Cousin Navi. Uh, I haven't been on social media too much because I've just been relaxing at home. So that was nice. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Uh, Vincent Ramen podcast should be out at some point. I know I say this every week, but it should be. Uh, so just keep an eye out on that on the Wombat Water feed. And also, most Saturdays, you can check out Navi and myself talking about Survivor South Africa on Clubhouse. Saturdays at 6 Eastern or Sundays at 8 a.m. Sydney time, Australia, with the great and phenomenal Sarah Carradine. Yes, I wasn't on this past week because uh, yeah. I had just uh, gotten into the city that morning and didn't have time to watch the yeah. episode. But I will be there next Saturday, hopefully. And we won't talk about my draft team in the podcast. But uh, Navi, uh, uh, you're doing better than I am in the draft. No, I'm not. Yeah, I have like what ten points. Oh, you're going points wise. I'm talking about like people wise. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. But Navi, uh, what's something pop culturey? Oh, I've been rewatching Letter Kenny, which is a Canadian sitcom about living in a small Canadian town. I feel like that's a lot of like popular Canadian sitcoms are just about small town living in Canada. But check it out. It's really funny. Yeah, love that. William, tell us about Ikea or Likea, as well as what else you have going on these days. Yeah, so you can you can find me on all major social media at Davis comma Will. Uh this week on Everyone and Their Brother, me and TJ played some Ikea games. One of shout them was John. called, yeah, shout out John John. Uh, one of them was called Ikea or Likea, where he gave me a word and I had to say if it was an Ikea product or a uh, Scandinavian author. 
And there was another game where that was called the uh, Ikea chair or Swedish swear. Uh, and, and we had to guess if this word was an Ikea chair or a Swedish swear and tell you one of the words was butthole. Uh, and I got it right. Um, uh, what else? What else? Pop culture. Uh, so I also watched iCarly, loved it. Uh, and uh, Ryan the Last Dragon. I, I watched Ooh. that for the first time because it's now in the like free section on Disney Plus, and I didn't have to pay thirty bucks for it. Uh, but uh, Ryan, it was it was really good movie. It was really good, yeah. Uh, up up until now, uh, so every time I see Ryan the Last Dragon, I think of like for a while there was there was like a, a TikTok bit going around where where people were making fun of slash doing impressions of rowan blanchard on girl meets world uh and and very specifically the way she says the name maya uh it was very funny but uh every time i saw raya i thought of someone doing a rowan blanchard impression see i thought of the dating app that my friend uh megan maggie bats matched with a high school musical musical series star larry saperstein on when she was in la or was it hinge i don't know she matched with imagine him. having a boyfriend named larry one that make you so cool and fun <laughs> i think it does yeah can't drag whoever it is like expose them <laughs> like but and larry saperstein's from long island so an unproblematic king throw and throw yes shout out to larry saperstein on we love a larry Mike. Uh, did anyone see his uh, drag photo shoot of him doing the good for you outfits it's on his Twitter? Good, um, good content. In terms of me, you can follow me at what the fleep. I'm not tweeting much these days. If I am, I'm probably tweeting about Luca or something South African survivor. Uh, not doing a lot on social media these days, but you can follow the Brazilian dragon Instagram and Twitter Brazil dragon pod. Um, and in terms of podcasting, we just did an episode with the great one of Nicole's best friends. Unfortunately for Nicole, she's only a top 32 friend of his. Uh, Maddie Fresh 24 joined us on the HSM TMTS podcast. Actually, just joined me because Caitlin was not feeling well. Um, and then we'll continue rolling through the season. We're going to have a few guest hosts while Caitlin is on vacation. Shout out to Rebecca Shilsky, who is going to join me. Uh, my friend from Survivor Zoom Night Prom or Zoom Survivor Prom Night, my ride or die. Um, those are definitely four words yes uh but uh yeah so she is going to join me for those uh more hsmtmts content also at some point jacob and i will be back talking about scooby-doo we're just taking a little bit of a yachtist jacob had a very busy week last week and i had a busy week the week previously so it's just lots of like scheduling issues um hypothetically think i might be on ang in there coming up soon i don't remember so that's something coming up and then also i was on the hold up podcast with grace and hudson we talked about the season one finale of one day at a time if you have not seen that show check it out it's on netflix and paramount plus but season four is on paramount plus everything else is on netflix um in terms of my plugs i already talked about luca go watch that um especially in june and then uh sweet tooth is something that i also watched this month uh and I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but each episode got better and better. And uh, I really like that child actor. He did a really good job. So shout out to the kid who played Gus, who was also a deer. Um, anyways, do we have a hashtag for this episode? Hashtag. Uh, I know what the hashtag is not. Code Lyoko nonprofit. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. Okay. It's much better than the first one we had. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was uh, going to suggest a BTJ, baby teeth chicken. <laughs> 
BTJ, maybe Teeth Jacob. BTJ, yes. We can do that too. Um, with all that said, any final thoughts, anyone? Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, yeah, thank it's you great. for joining us. I'm so blessed to have had the opportunity to talk some shit. I will never pass up an opportunity to do that. <laughs> we love that. Yes. And until next week with Jay, take us out, JCR. Bye, everyone. Corn dog, corn, corn dog. Yummy, 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 yummy. yummy. I love being a princess. She loves being a princess. I love never bothering to open my own door. I love being a princess. She loves being a princess. And just because I feel But she never says thank you and she never ever says please. I ask for snacks, my servants bring them. I ask for drinks, my servants bring them. If she wants songs, we'll even sing. I got the best servants in the kingdom. If you want to dress like this and wear a
Oh, I love that she didn't mute herself. Oh, Keep this in, Felipe. <laughs> I'm not going to expose where she lives. <laughs> Anyways, any mid-podcast feedback for that episode so, so far? Because it's a hot mess. Nicole is getting food at the moment, having food delivered. Uh, it sounds very good. It oh, also Friday. sounds like it is It is nearly an hour late. Hour 15. Ordered maybe. specifically from the 20 minutes or less place. And it has been 75 uh, so there you go. Yeah. Anyways, I cool. thought I could stall long enough, but how's how's uh, how's the the bank that you're sitting on? I looked it up in Swedish. Uh, bench is bank. Oh no, this is not from IKEA. I I, I don't shop at IKEA. Uh, You've never so, been to an IKEA. I've not. So if we, if you can see here's here's the little bench. It kind of uh, it's like a piano lifts bench. up, and it's got uh, some blankets and some towels in here. Uh, here's here's a blanket that that TJ's mom made, uh, oh, with, with the the everyone and their brother logo on it. It's really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it stores my stuff. It's also a little cushiony bench, uh, but it's not cushiony enough. So I have this pillow that I put there, and then I sit on the pillow. Love that. There you go. Really getting the inside scoop here, folks. Yeah, I, I, I used to be that. Uh, so when whenever we record everyone and the brother, we don't we don't usually record on video. So I I've probably recorded about forty episodes of that podcast just laying down. Oh, uh, uh, the Camp Rock style. podcast was recorded laying down as well. Uh, and it was nice, but but then you know we it's started. It's been a year since I laid down on a podcast though. We started recording on video, and I had to you know get a chair or something. You can lay down. We're not going to judge you. No, no, it's good. It's good. This is, this makes for better podcasting this way. Yeah. Also, I, I don't know about you, but like sometimes like sitting down makes you, okay, then I can, like when I'm, podcasting is an endurance sport, but like when you get in the hurry up mode, it's like if I was laying down, maybe I wouldn't like need to like help people. Like if they had commitments, I would be like, we can be here all day. Um, yeah. Nicole, are you back? Is that was a back? struggle. Yes. So did you hear me screaming at the guy? I'm like, because I couldn't get my AirPods to turn off. <laughs> no, I was like, can't. can you hear me? Can you hear me? I'm here. I'm coming down. Can you ring it and I'll come down? I'll go. I'm so sorry. No, we didn't hear anything. We we talked about Will's bench in the meantime. Oh, thank God, because I was literally screaming at this person on the phone because my <laughs> AirPods are connected to my phone for some reason. Yeah. Um, what were we but talking about? I have about? to show you how okay. handsome this portion is. Like, look how handsome. Oh, mukbang of the the food you just ordered yes well i'm not going to eat it i just need it to cool because the sauce is always so <gasps> free egg roll boy oh. that's the least they could do for being 75 minutes late fucking said it <laughs> it was literally like the whole thing like that whole meal right there was ten dollars oh man and so then i like i gave him a 20 i was like give me like three back <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anyways, okay. what was the point I was making before? Uh, just to take from the top. Never gonna stop, one hop. We were talking about tier lists. Okay. Oh, oh, Perry knocked down the door. Perry yeah. didn't Perry didn't knock down the door. He just he just yeah. knock knock. I know you know what you're doing today. I know you know. What you doing, Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, 
Candace gonna bust you if you...